where do I even begin? I feel like I'm so back and forth every single podcast episode. Like last week, I barely had anything to say. This week, I have so much to say. And for a while there, it would be like one week I was depressed. The next week, I'm thriving. That needs to be studied. Is it bipolar? Maybe. But besides this point, so much has happened this week. For starters, I got my insurance card finally. I'm so excited. I was nervous because they emailed me so many times when I was signing up for insurance. Every single day, I was getting so many emails from them. And then when I filled everything out and completed it, silence, radio silence. They didn't tell me how to log into Aetna. They didn't tell me how to set up my account. They didn't even email me and say, okay, you got it. It's confirmed. Everything's great. Nothing. Radio silence. And I'm like, (laughs) what's going on? Did it even work? I don't know. But I got a letter in the mail from both my insurances, Aetna and Blue Cross Blue Shield, and I got my insurance card for Aetna. Very exciting stuff. And I created an account. It had like a QR code on it so I could log on and like create an account. And I'm already beginning my search for a therapist. Hopefully I can find one ASAP because boy, do I need therapy arguably more than I ever have in my entire life. I've been... Hmm... I've been a little bit unwell this week. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I've been feeling very mentally ill this week. And I just have so much going on. I have so much that I would love to work through with another person. So I'm really hoping that I can do that. I need it. It's not even like I need a friend to talk to. I need somebody who knows how to help me. That is what I need right now. I need somebody that I can say the most what was that? I hope the microphone picked that up because sometimes I'll hear something so loud in my headphones and you can't hear it on the audio at all. I swear it sounded like a man yelled or something. What on earth was that? I'm so confused. Anyways, um, hopefully everything's okay. I... (laughs) What was I even talking about? I don't even remember now. Therapy. I really need to talk to somebody that can help me work through things I just feel like I've really I really need that all right I really need that and hopefully I'll get it and again you never know it says that my insurance covers therapy when I get there will they bill me in the end potentially potentially but it's worth a shot we're gonna try it out we're gonna see if it works (laughs) that's so crazy that that's how Americans live like we really do just go to the doctor and never know how expensive it's going to be or what we're going to be charged or what's going it's insane when you really like sit back and think about it that's crazy that's absolutely absurd and speaking of that I just took amethyst to the vet as well and boy was that expensive $500 later (laughs) he needed like a regular checkup so he did to be fair get all of his vaccines that he needed he got like tested for heartworms all that jazz and on top of that His allergy medication is $106 for 30 pills. So that was $106 of that as well. And he had to get two other medications this time because homeboy just does not know how to not have issues. Amethyst has been the most problematic animal I've ever owned in my entire life. He constantly has something wrong with him. There has not been a single year of his life that we've gone through without something happening to him or something being wrong with him. Like, 
every single year. They don't prepare you for this, but this is kind of a bully breed thing. They almost always have allergies. They're clumsy, I feel like. They're constantly hurting themselves. Nobody talks about this, but it is very common for bully breeds. So Amethyst is on Apoquil. If you have a pet with allergies, I'm sure you know what Apoquil is. Um, I like it, but it seems like his ears still really bother him. And I don't know if I've ever talked about this, but how I found out that Amethyst had allergies is one of his ears swelled up bad. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the videos of dogs getting stung by a bee when their whole entire body just like swells up horridly. That's what he looked like. And so I thought that he just got stung by a bee in his ear. And I was like, oh my God, like, how did this happen? It'll go away after a day. I'm like looking up online how to soothe it, trying to like soothe his ear the best that I can. And I'm like, it'll go down by tomorrow. Next day, still bad, still really bad. And this was kind of like nightmare worst case scenario because I was supposed to go to see Taj with Tyra at this time. Like we were going up to where she's from for her graduation. And there's something like horribly wrong with my dog. And I'm like, oh my God, I had to like cancel my trip. It was a nightmare. This is what I'm saying. Amethyst is a very problematic dog. Nonstop issues with this man, um, which is fine. I love him and I would do anything for him. It's well worth the sacrifice, but that was terrifying. And ever since then, his ear has never been normal again, but thankfully I caught it early. A lot of people wait to bring their dog in until it gets really bad and they have to get like a serious surgery that to be put under for. And I caught it early enough that he just had to take a steroid and it eventually went down, but his ear still looks a little bit weird. It doesn't stick up the way that it used to. You'll notice if you look at him, he has one pointy ear that sticks up and one that just flops over. The one that flops over is the one that he had the hematoma in. And if you really like look at and feel his ear, it feels weird. I don't know how to explain it other than it's almost like his veins in his ear are still enlarged from whenever he had the hematoma. I don't know. He's got a weird little popcorny ear, but that's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Um, that being said though, that's how we found out he had allergies. That's when he got put on Apoquil. And after that, he was significantly better. I mean, Amethyst, it was so crazy to me the night and day difference of him pre-Apoquil and then on it. I didn't even notice how much his allergies were affecting him until I saw him on allergy medication and I was like, holy shit, he's like a totally different dog. He's like a totally different dog. And even little stuff like his stomach used to get so red and irritated and I thought it was just from him like running through bushes or being crazy, but it was really from his allergies. What is going on? What are all these loud noises? What is going on? Is everything okay? I'm so confused. I I hope you can hear this on the audio because I swear every time I make a big deal about like some noise or something happening, you can't hear it at all. But I swear it sounds insane in here right now. I found the culprit. That would be Amethyst sniffing the microphone. He walked in here panting. Now you're not going to pant now that I'm recording? Yeah, yeah. He's acting like a fool. It was him. Okay, I'm trying to record and talk about you right now, and you're really interrupting. I swear to God he knows when I'm talking about him or, like, what I'm saying because he just laid down and shut the fuck up. That is a well-behaved man right there. Anyways, again, don't remember where I was at. I was talking about his ears, the Apoquil. It was a much better dog after that. Um, oh, okay, right. I remember where I was going with this. 
His ears have still bothered him, though. You'll see, again, if you own a dog, you'll know what I'm talking about. When dogs have ear infections, they shake their head constantly. There's like a specific shake that they do with their head when their ears are bothering them. And Amethyst has always done this, but he never has gunky ears. If a dog has ear mites or an ear infection, their ears will stink and they'll be so dirty. I clean Amethyst's ears about every two weeks. There's never anything in his ears. His ears aren't gunky at all. They've never smelled bad. I smell them like every two weeks because this is like a genuine, I always think that he has like a ear infection that no one has spotted or something because it seems like his ears just drive him crazy still. And if we're cuddling or like laying together and I touch his ears, he'll have to like jump up and shake his head and scratch his ears. Like they have just constantly bothered him. And the Apoquil definitely makes it a lot better, but there's still some kind of like issue with his ears. So I knew I wanted to bring that up this time around. And also he has started to get these little bumps. I noticed them on his butt first and they match his skin. They don't look like pimples or not scabs or anything. I thought that he was just getting age marks. Come to find out this man has a yeast infection, like a skin yeast infection of some sort. I didn't even know that it was yeast until I got his medication. Y'all, I've never been so fucking confused in my life. The vet wrote me a script that's never happened. Every medication Amethyst has ever needed, and he's needed quite a few in his lifetime, by the way, they have always just filled it at the vet and gave it to me. But he wrote me a prescription, told me to get this app called GoodRx and look it up and like find where I could get it. And I was so confused because I've never used GoodRx. Apparently, it's a very common thing. I've never used it. And I'm going on there and I'm signing in and it's asking me for my personal information. I'm like, I need this for my dog. I'm so confused right now. Is this app for humans? He told me to get this for my dog's prescription. I was so lost when this was going down and also stressed because the medication I was getting from his prescription was for his like skin infection and he has to take it every 12 hours. So I was like, I need to get this medication ASAP or I'm not going to bed tonight. I'm gonna have to be up until the late hours of the night if I cannot get this prescription ASAP. And I couldn't figure out this app. It just kept asking me for my own personal information. And then I finally found a place where you could type in the name of the medication, so I did. And it popped up and it said that it's for women with yeast infections. So I was so <laughs> confused. I'm like, this is clearly not the right thing. And if you've ever got a prescription from a doctor, you know their handwriting is always horrid, awful. So I'm like, clearly I misspelled this or I did something wrong. Like this medication that I looked up is for women with a yeast infection. This can't be for amethyst. Um, turns out it was, it was the right medication. That is, he's on a human medication. That's why I had to go to an actual pharmacy to pick it up. And women do in fact take it when they have yeast infections. Like what the hell? What the hell? How does this happen to him? Serious question. How does this shit happen to him? I need answers. And the pills, by the way, are jumbo. They're ginormous. And I have to give him two a day. Two times a day, I have to shove these pills down his throat. And come to find out, the GoodRx app is essentially, you can just look up medication on there and it'll tell you how much they're going to charge you at it so you can figure out where to get it the cheapest. That's why he said that. And my brain, when like the way he worded it just made me feel like, oh, not every place is going to have this. You need to find a place that has it. Really, he was just trying to help me get a good deal. And I'm just a dumbass. So 
there's that. But if you ever need medication, apparently you should use the GoodRx app. I was talking to a girl at my job about it and she does not have insurance as a lot of hairstylists don't. Um, and she said she got her birth control off of there for really, really cheap. So if you ever need medication, GoodRx is a good app for it, apparently. Who would have thought? Who would have known? Definitely not me. I was over here lost and confused, but I got it. We figured it all out. And then as for his ears, I realized I never even finished that sentiment. He gave me these drops and they're strange because they're not, it's not like you put the drops in his ear canal. You put it on the outside of his ear. Weird. I don't, and I looked it up and I guess it's like a steroid and it's supposed to help with like inflammation and irritation to the skin. I don't know, but I have to do that also twice a day for a couple of days. And then it's like as needed whenever his ears are bothering him, I'll put it on him. But my problematic ass dog, why is there always something wrong with him? Quick question. Why is there always something wrong with him? I am really grateful for this vet visit though, because it really opened my eyes that I have been sheltering Amethyst a little bit too much. And to be fair, he is a big dog. And I think having concerns and trying to protect him and protect other people is a good thing, especially as a dog parent. I have seen time and time again, people who do not take good care of their dogs and do like even just little things, taking your dog off leash on a walk when you know he doesn't listen and doesn't have good recall and is not going to come back to you. That's idiotic. If you do that, you're a horrible pet parent. I said what I said and I mean it and I stand on that. It's just like the littlest, dumbest shit. I feel like people really do not take owning a dog seriously. So I would rather fall on taking it more seriously than less. But the reason why I say this is because I never had pits growing up. I was never around them. I was never scared of them. But having a pit and owning one made me realize how much people genuinely really are scared of them. And Amethyst would do some normal dog shit. Like he'd bark at people that he didn't know. Or if a dog's barking at him at the park, he's going to bark back. Or he'd get excited when he sees a dog. And people would look at me like I'm walking a serial killer on a leash. And it really got to me. And I don't think I noticed how much it got to me until two things. One, the vet visit and one, him meeting Morgan. Because I had not introduced Amethyst to anybody new in a long time. And it's kind of a source of anxiety for me because I'm always scared that people are going to be scared of him or like freak out or whatever, that it's just going to be a bad scenario. And I have had that happen. Like my dad's side of the family, every time they come to visit, they're always so scared of Amethyst. And to be fair, in their defense, my grandma on their side was attacked by a golden retriever really bad. She was like hospitalized. So they're all a little bit like weary and scared of dogs. And I understand that. But if he like barked or did anything when they walked into the house, they would freak out. They were so terrified of him. And I think that really also was just ingrained in my brain. And I've been not really wanting people to come over or be around him because of fear that he'll have a bad reaction or whatever. And then a few months ago, Morgan came over for the first time ever, and he was perfect. Perfect angel baby. He didn't bark at her. He had no reaction. He immediately cuddled up with her and was trying to get his booty scratches. Like, no, nothing. He was perfect angel sweet baby. 
And before Morgan came in, I was giving her the rundown as if he was a serial killer. I'm over here like, if he barks at you, don't freak out. Like, I'm not going to let him do it. Like, had this whole speech with her. And she was like, Jamie, it's really fine. Like, it's really okay. And then she came in and he didn't even bark. Had, like, ran and got his toy, gave her his butt to scratch, was immediately like, okay, hi, who are you? Come pet me. Like, so friendly. And she was like, what were you freaking out about? And it made me realize, I don't know. What was I freaking out about? Because... I don't think Amethyst is a mean dog, so why am I treating him like he's a mean dog? Kind of unfair. And the vet also, I think, just really solidified this for me because I get so nervous to take him to the vet because Amethyst is so scared of the vet. He is terrified. Ever since he got fixed, he is so afraid to go there. He's scared I'm going to leave him there, like... (laughs) Anytime we walk in, he is following me on my heels, stepping on my feet, like so scared I'm going to leave him behind again. And this time is no different. I take him to the vet. He's violently shaking, like so terrified. He's panting. He's trying to sit in my lap. He's trying to like jump up in my arms. It's, it was the funniest thing, actually. Amethyst does not jump on me at all. He knows not to jump on me. And when I took him to the vet this time, he was jumping on me. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, he's he has not jumped on me ever his entire life. And then I realized he is literally trying to jump in my arms, like trying to get me to catch him and hold him because he's so fucking scared right now. Like, he was petrified. So this is him at his worst, at his most anxious, completely out of his element, terrified. And he was such a good boy. The, my vet's office doesn't even muzzle him. They, and they do a lot. I mean, he had to get the Bordetelli, which they shoot like liquid up his nose. Ouch, by the way. Ouch. Um, And when you get tested for heartworms, they stick like this giant ass thermometer looking thing up your asshole. Like he got something shoved up his ass and he got stabbed several times for all of his vaccines. No reaction. They don't muzzle him. He's fine. And again, like I said, this is him at his worst, at his most anxious, at his most like stressed. And these people aren't scared of him either. And they're grown men also. A lot of men really trigger dogs and like scare dogs. No reaction. He's not trying to bite them. He's not being mean to them. Nothing. So I, it just made me realize like, bitch, why do you build this up in your head? Like it's going to be so awful every time. And it's never been super awful. He's never done anything crazy. Like you're mad that he barked at somebody one day. Like, it's just insane how pits can do regular dog shit and they are looked at so horribly. And I'm realizing even I'm a victim of this because people looked at him crazy and I started to be like, oh, like, is this a problem? No, he's a dog. He's allowed to bark at people. He's allowed to dark- bark <laughs> words English. He's allowed to bark at strange dogs. Like he's allowed to have feelings. He's a living being. He has feelings. He has fears. Like it's fine. And I think too, my cousin was attacked by her dog she had a pit and he had like really bad issues he was in a horrible car accident basically they think that he got super mean because he was in chronic pain he fell off a cliff in a car so like horrible shit happened to him he was definitely he had issues okay and he got really mean and he ended up attacking her and it was horrible I mean worst nightmare awful situation and I think that also really just like ingrained in my brain and made me scared but I am realizing that I am the parent I would never want. I'm this overprotective, sheltering parent to Amethyst, and it's got to stop, essentially. Like, I have to stop doing that. I want him to have a really good life and be around people and have a good time. 
you know? Like, this is my son. He's my baby. I want everybody to meet him and to hang out with him. And I want him to go everywhere with me. And when he was little, that was the relationship that we had. If I was going over to stay at my friend's house for the night, I would bring him. Like, he was such a good boy in every scenario. And I just feel like I'm realizing in recent years, I've become such a sheltered person that I'm also kind of like projecting it onto him and sheltering him too much as well, which is just not fair. And speaking of me being sheltered, can we get into it for a minute? Because there's a lot to unpack here. I'm realizing that I have really become too comfortable by myself because I always say like, I want friends and I want to go do stuff and I want to have fun. But then when people want to hang out with me, I get such bad cold feet and I just want to not do it or go home. Like if someone hits me up and it can be somebody I fuck with heavy. I love, I love this bitch. Like I have such a good time every time I'm with them, whatever. And they'll hit me up. I want to hang out. I'm like, oh my God, please. No, no, please don't. Please don't want to hang out with me. And this is something I really want to unpack in therapy because I don't know when this happened, but I have become the flaky friend I always hated. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe I always had such flaky friends that put themselves first and never showed up for me that now somewhere subconsciously I'm trying to like protect myself and not put myself in scenarios where I'm doing a lot and caring a lot for people who would not do the same for me. Like, I don't know what it is. I really don't. But I am severely avoidant and I'm not really fucking with it. I'm not really enjoying it. I also don't think it's good for me. I've kind of come to the realization in my adult years that I think I'm an extrovert. And I think that when I'm around good people, I really am filled up because even the work thing, if I take some time off work, I want to kill myself. I am unwell. And if I go into work, even if I'm not working, even if I'm just sitting around talking to people, I feel so much better. I go home and I feel level-headed and like I'm not insane. So... I'm coming to the conclusion that I really don't think I'm an introvert and I can see why I always thought that my whole entire life, but I don't think that it's true. I think the problem is I had such bad, like draining people, not bad. I never want to say that people are bad, maybe just not right for me because people aren't bad and I think everyone has the right to be themselves and you should find people that enjoy you and enjoy your company. That's definitely not what I meant. People are not bad, okay? But I was around people who did not match me well energetically and drained me a lot. And it has really negatively affected me because now I don't want to hang out with anybody, even people that I love. And like, I'll be sitting here missing them and wanting to see them. And then they'll try to hang out with me. And I'm like, oh my God, no, I'm so scared. Like, what? What is your problem? What do you mean? what's going on? <laughs> I'm lost here. I thought you wanted friends and you wanted to go hang out with people. Why are you ignoring their text messages right now? And so stressed. I like genuinely have an anxious reaction to it. I'm like, oh my God, no, 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 no. But what's so funny is the minute somebody genuinely needs me, I'm dropping everything. Like one of my friends recently was having a hard time and had like a couple breakdowns and she um, texted me and was like, I really just like would love to talk to you. I'm really sad. And I knew that she had been kind of avoiding her friends and her wife. And I was like, okay, like, let's go to Starbucks. Like, let's go talk. Immediately dropped everything that I was doing to go see her. Like, if somebody really needs me, I still have that in me to where I'll drop everything and go help. And I had another situation like that where my friend was like, 
it's so hard to talk about my friends because I don't want to give too much information about their life, but let's just say something really, really bad happened with my friend and she needed me to go with her to the scene and help her. So I did. And it was messy. It was awful. The cops got called. It was a whole thing. But I can definitely still show up for people. And when people need me, it's like without a thought, I'm showing up like I'll be there. But for some reason, I can't just let myself have fun and have a good time with other people and spend time with my friends. And I don't know what that is, but it needs serious work. And it's also made me realize that I think this is why I don't want to date either. I think a really big part of me just doesn't want to put myself out there and have to hang out with people and be around people. So that being said, I am trying to do that more. That's my new current goal is like, damn bitch, you really need to just like talk to people and hang out with people more. Again, don't really know if I want to be in a relationship. (sighs) Don't really know. But regardless, I do feel like I'm getting to the point where I have isolated myself so much that I'm getting uncomfortable being around people who I want to be around and like genuinely want to see and hang out with and that's not good that's not okay that's not the place in life that I want to be at at 26 I don't want to be so antisocial and like it's not that I hate people but I do I don't know what else it could be other than like resentfulness from like past relationships what else would do that to me you know, like maybe it's not that, but I just can't think of what else it would be. I don't know. So we're really trying, I'm really trying to work on that. I'm really trying to work on that, but baby steps. I don't want to also do too much and hang out with too many people in one week. And then at the end of the week, be like, oh my God, if I don't spend five minutes by myself right now, I'm going to lose my shit because I definitely get like that. I can tell when my social meter is like done and I'm like I need to be reading a book away from anybody that's breathing other than amethyst immediately um so I'm not trying to do that I'm not trying to overwhelm myself but I'm definitely trying to one just talk to people more in general but two I think it's not even talking it's really like I need to actually hang out with people more than I am and make like a conscious effort to hang out with people and do things with them so we're working on it. Next thing on the agenda, Crescent City 3 came out today. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, Crescent City 3 officially came out today and I am still not done with Crescent City 2. And not only am I not done with it, I'm nowhere near done with it. I'm like, I think I just hit page 300 in the book. It's 800 pages. I've barely been reading it. I'm just not... I'm not getting the escapism from books still. And maybe it's because I'm not enjoying the series as much as I thought I would. I don't know. I don't know. I still kind of think it's just from being in a reading slump because I think about the story all the time. I think about the main characters, all that. But I don't know. I just, I feel like I, again, I've had a very mentally ill week and I feel like I'm just very mentally ill right now. I think that that's the problem. I can't get out of my head enough to really like dive into the book and turn my thoughts off. I'm having a really hard time turning my thoughts off. Again, need therapy bad. Desperately. Also, oh my gosh, can we talk about Nicki Minaj and (laughs) Meg the Stallion? Their beef is crazy. Megan cleared. 
Megan cleared. She did what she had to do. And I have not even listened to Nicki Minaj's song because honestly, I don't want to give her the stream, but I have obviously seen the TikTok videos of her whispering like a psychopath and her like calling her friends, freaking out. It honestly, it's really sad because Nicki Minaj is so talented and she is a legend. Like she changed the rap game. She did. And so it's, it sucks to know that she's such a mean girl. Like, she's such a mean girl. She can't accept anybody else. And she's a hater. And I hate to say it, but we all know it. We all know what I'm about to say. She hangs out with child molesters. That's crazy. Her brother, her husband. Like, that's a crazy, crazy thing to excuse. Like, absolutely absurd. If somebody told me they had that charge on them, I would absolutely not no and she married one and she was trying to get her brother out of jail and i think her brother was like messing with an 11 year old you guys like it's it's crazy i hate this is why i don't like to know about artists because it just kind of ruins the lore i don't i don't want to know because everybody sucks everybody sucks irl I want to just enjoy your art and know nothing about you. And I should have done that with Nicki Minaj because there are songs on her new album that I really like, but every time I hear them, I'm just like shaking my head like, damn, this girl really is disappointing. She is really disappointing. And also, can I just say, if one more person messes with Megan, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> That's so dramatic. But this poor girl, dude, this poor girl. I've never wanted to give a celebrity a hug more in my life. Like, I just want to give her a long hug and play with her hair and rub her back. Like, this poor girl. This poor girl. She lost her parents. She got cheated on. She got shot. I just, I really do feel for her, you guys. I feel so bad for her. I know she is just going through it. And her song, Cobra, obviously, like, really told us all that that she is like struggling and not having a good time i just i feel so bad for her and every time anyone says anything negative about her i want to i get so violent i get so violent I'm like i will kill you don't mess with megan it pisses me off i've never felt this way about a celebrity before i'm just so i'm feeling very protective over her right now she's going through so much and i don't watch anime so i never know what she's talking about <laughs> with her anime posts but i just know she's going off. She's going hard. And I love her. And I hope that everybody on the internet and in real life is nice to her for forever because she genuinely deserves it. I just, I love her. I feel so bad for her. So Nikki, watch your back. That's all I gotta say. You better leave my girl alone. That sucks because I, again, I grew up listening to Nikki. It sucks to see people that are so nostalgic for you suck as you get older. It's like, oh my god, like, you ruin everything. You guys ruin everything. You are my childhood. And now when I listen to your music, I'm going to think about how dumb you are now. And that sucks because I just want to enjoy the nostalgia of it. But instead, I'm going to be thinking about what you did to Megan and it's going to make me sick. Makes me sick. I also just want to say that I'm pretty positive. I'm pretty dead set on not doing video for this podcast. I'm so sorry that I teased that just to be like, oh, actually, I'm not going to do it. Technically, I didn't tease it. I asked for opinions, but so many of you were like, yes, do video. Please do video. And upon <laughs> further thought, 
I'm having a really hard time these days just finding a place to record this audio where it's not loud and noisy. As you guys heard twice during this podcast, some loud ass noises were going down and video would add a whole another layer of struggles like that, like lighting struggles, camera struggles, battery charging struggles, editing struggles. It would be a lot. And since I'm 99.99% sure I'm going to hair school, I don't want to add a whole nother stressor on top of that and then really not be putting out podcast episodes because I do love this. This is like my personal little diary that I do every week and I love it and I don't want to not do it or miss it just because I'm overwhelmed or stressed. And it's so easy to do it right now. It's so easy to just sit down and record audio. So I don't think I'm ready to complicate it, but I'm thinking hopefully my goal is season three. So no time this year, but sometime next year, I'll be able to do a video. But guys, I just, I don't think I'm ready for that. I have commitment issues. Can you tell? Can you tell? That's basically what this whole podcast has been about, my commitment issues. They are real, real bad these days. That being said, I'm going to give myself homework right now. I have a regular at work, Nancy, who has been trying to hang out with me. Like every time she comes to get her hair done, she's like, we need to hang out. We have such common interests. I love her. I love her energy. I want to hang out with her. I just make no effort to do so. So my homework is I have to hit up Nancy and hang out with her. And (laughs) me like, I don't want to overwhelm myself being social also gives myself a lot of social obligation. I want to see Steph. I haven't seen Steph in so long and I really want to hang out with her. Now that I'm thinking about it, I have to do that wedding hair this weekend. So the likelihood of having time for either one of those things is slim, but I'm going to try and I'm definitely going to at least reach out to Nancy and try to hang out with her because I'm pretty sure at this point she thinks that I don't actually want to hang out with her outside of work because I've made no effort to and really I just have crippling commitment issues and it's a personal problem that we're trying to work through I want to hang out with her real bad real real bad so that's my homework for the week hopefully I can somehow accomplish it even though my week is looking a little crazy right now but we'll see we'll see what happens I love you guys thank you for listening and I will see you all next week Mm -hmm.